You did such a good job introducing the podcast this time. Do you want to do it again? I never want to do that again. Got so much feedback saying. I never want to do it Wow, again. Joseph, I think you found your calling in life. Right. Kicking off your friend's podcasts. You know, on the way over here, I was listening to a podcast and it was so good. And now you're just diving straight into this. It was you? quality. And it was your podcast that you did when you introduced the, you know, Matt interviewing you. And it was so good. Yeah. No one interrupted you the whole time. I recorded that like three weeks ago. Yeah. I, I'm getting around to it. Okay. I'm behind. So you're behind on our podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a little behind. We've all been there. Well, you know, I was there for the recording of it. So I sometimes feel a little bit weird if I listen to it and you edit it. So it's not weird if you listen to it. But if I go back, then I'm navel gazing. Yeah. So. Hey, navel gazing for Jesus. But, but yeah, it just was so good. Your voice is so smooth and no one was making dumb jokes and no one's coat was swishing around in the background. Joseph, just let me say that I'm very thankful for you and this podcast wouldn't be the same without you. With that in mind. You know, I'm feeling thankfulness in the air. Welcome to the church plus coffee with friends podcast and i think there is some thankfulness in the air everyone seems so thankful yes because we do have coffee and we're of course thankful for that thankful to have friends thankful to be a part of the church <laughs> i don't know something about this season just just echoes, reverberates thankfulness in my heart. Well, I know you're really eager to just pour out your heart in Thanksgiving. Um, we'll get into that. So I keep like, those thoughts. I like how you're always holding it back. Just always hold it back just a little bit more. The last couple of weeks on the podcast were pretty fun. We talked about what Christians believe. And we spent part one and part two on that. In part one, what did we talk about, Joseph? Do you remember? Yeah, what Christians believe, part one. We believe in God. Yes, part that's one. Right. Part two, God loves you. <laughs> I... And that's that was what we talked about. Part two, yep. What was part, part two? Can so, you just remind me real quick? Yeah, well, I know that you probably no, just finished just, it. It slipped my mind. You probably listened to it, but I understand what you're doing. You're playing the part of the curious listener. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> the so what Christians believe part 2, we talked about how God invades earth and he comes not by force but in a disguise. Oh yeah, okay. No, nope, I remember it. And we talked about how he's making a new man, how Christ was that first new man and how that good infection is hopefully Yes. infecting all the branches of the human race. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, yeah, I really like those kind of conversations with you because when it's just us and we really are just drinking coffee for fun, sometimes we get into these types of things. Yeah, I love having those kind of conversations with you because, I mean, I don't usually get into those many other places. Really? Because we tend to talk about that kind of those kind of topics a lot. Yeah, you and I do. I don't know that it comes up all the time it has to be the right kind of person like your brother-in-law uh jimmy oh yeah he would like the, he would like to, these kind of discussions he's a great guy to have conversations with actually he'd be a great replacement for me 
on this podcast when you know when all my jokes have been used you might want him and he knows how to use the internet so he may be able to figure that out right and he's not opposed to you know everything so yeah and he reads the new king james probably a little edgy i don't know no i'm not sure what he reads so he actually i don't know why we brought jimmy up i don't know he's one of my friends joseph's brother-in-law i love him and he is sort of the podcast troll what do you know about this what do you mean do you know what a troll is uh, I know people do this thing on the so, internet called trolling. Yeah, like so people are trolling Kanye. People troll Joel Osteen. Is that like is that the same thing as Facebook creeping? Uh, Facebook creeping is like where you have like two mutual friends of your classmate from kindergarten, and okay. you're trying to like see okay where is she living today? What's going on? Okay, him or her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do a lot of creeping, <laughs> like total. Total strangers. We just did some creeping the other night, but we won't talk about that right oh, now. Oh, really? Oh, I would love to hear about that. That <laughs> no, would be we so did it cool. together. You and me. We, we tag team face Facebook creeps we together. Did a, we did a creeping uh, contest. It was like a race to find a person's name first and through creeping. Who won that race? That was not me that won. It was you. So maybe I'm the Facebook slash Instagram creeper. De- detective you are the creepiest but we found the friend that we were looking for yes. so it was successful you were yeah but jimmy is our podcast troll he left you knew about this before i did he left a fake review on our podcast oh yeah on apple Podcasts, right which i thought was pretty funny yeah you have any thoughts on that did you tell him to do that? No, I didn't tell him to do that. No. Yeah. Well, what happened is we did this episode called City versus Country or Country versus City. Uh-huh. You're acting like this is new and new to you. <laughs> and he was like, Jimmy's from Josephstown in Montana. And so he was giving me the host some flack for my bias toward the city. So does this count as throwing under the bus? What do you mean? Like, are we throwing him under? Are you throwing him under the bus right now? I don't is think he would throwing? mind. I think he would be proud of it. I'm just curious if this counts as bus throwing. Because there's so many modern things and phrases that I'm not with. Mm-hmm. And so someone throws around a phrase like throwing under the bus. And I just don't know, like, does this qualify? I'm trying to, you know, categorize these things in my mind. Like Jizo Wiz. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. You know Golly G? I read Fresh to Death the other day. That was a cool one. Fresh to Death. Golly G sounds like Christian cussing. Yeah. Is well, it? It must be. I guess, you know, if it convicts you when you say it, then it's probably Christian cussing. If you feel like you shouldn't say it, maybe it's cussing. Anyways, think about it. So... Jimmy is our face is our podcast troll and okay can I tell you something this is off subject but years ago I worked with this guy we were doing firewood I needed money so I got this job doing firewood and there was this other guy pretty rough guy is this gonna tie into Thanksgiving somehow no to the troll 
okay. he introduced himself to me as Ogre. And I was like, hey, I'm Joe. What's your name? And he said, Ogre. And he was serious. He introduced himself to me as Ogre. And okay. then he introduced himself to our boss the first day on the job as Ogre. Like, hi, I'm Ogre. Everyone calls me Ogre. And our boss, this older guy in his 60s, he's like, Ogre? No, you don't look like an Ogre. I shall call you Troll. And then from that day on, he called him Troll. Never, like, I don't think he ever knew his first name. I never knew his first name. He was either Troll or Ogre. But that's terrible. It is. I mean, it's some interesting people that you run into if you can't get any other job but doing firewood. Are you still thankful for that former coworker troll slash ogre? Yeah, I'd love to see him sometime. Yeah. But, well, maybe you will I've see him like, sometime. Uh, it's been like 10 years, I think. So, well, it's one week until Thanksgiving. It always comes up so fast. Yeah, but aren't you thankful? Yes. What kind of coffee are you drinking today? Uh, Simri's Coffee from Mexico. I'm thankful for that. That's probably top 10 things that I'm thankful for this year. Do you know Simri what Tolman. state he's from in Mexico? Tepic, Nayarit, I think. Yeah. It's good. I'm drinking some coffee, not from a friend, but it is from Guatemala. I don't know if we have any missionary friends in Guatemala or not. But it's very good. I think my favorite coffee right now this year is from Guatemala. It's coming from a cup that looks to be very, very anti-Christmas. It's very pro-Christmas, and it's got some Christmas colors on it. Anyone who looks at that cup, would they would Christmas. immediately feel the presence of God. This how, is going too far. This, how how Jesus believe. came down as a baby. And because of that, today, in 2019, because Jesus came to earth, we have Christmas cups. I think we should get back to Thanksgiving. This is too early. Too early for Christmas. You went, Last week you wanted me to do a Christmas movie recommendation. This is just wrong. You brought this up. You talked about the cup. I did not bring it up. I, but you brought it to the table. Okay, well, don't look at it. Well, this is the first episode of Fighting with Bobby and Joseph on the Church Plus Coffee with Friends podcast. So, speaking of thankfulness, mm -hmm. I think you were telling me that as a Christian, you're really thankful for, for Kanye and just the <laughs> influence <laughs> he's having on the kingdom of God today. And did you see that Kanye teamed up? It was like the Avengers coming together. Okay. Kanye and Joel Osteen did a Sunday service together. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. I saw something about, is that Lakewood Church? It is Lakewood Church, right? Yes, Lakewood okay. Church. Yeah, I saw something about that on Matt's um, stories. Yeah. He mentioned it. I think God is just having too much fun with this whole thing. Several years ago, I superimposed my face with Joel Osteen's face and body and kind of blended the two. That's all I know about Joel Osteen. I don't know any of his books or well, what you know, he preaches. You know or, that he smiles a lot, right? Yeah, and so I kind of kept his teeth with my face. It's kind of a cool look. So Joel Osteen 
smile combined with Kanye's smile. Mm-hmm. You know, Kanye doesn't smile a lot. Okay. But when he does, it's really magical. Okay. <laughs> and so when you put Joel's smile with Kanye, I think that miracles and signs and wonders are going to take place. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to something real. Or maybe that was real. So are you thankful for Kanye this year? Yes, sure. Yeah, I'm thankful for for every person. I was trying to listen to Christmas music this week we, when we were making coffee right before the show. And Joseph said, it's not, you know, this is before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you said, can you please just put on some Kanye I didn't and say so that. I obliged you. I like how you're I making. Who mentioned Kanye? Was it me or you? I don't know. First, it was you. It was probably you. No. I make jokes. It's what I do. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. What does it say about out of the heart, the mouth speaks or something <laughs> like that? I don't know. It's from I the guess Bible. It, you called it. You called it. We did an early Thanksgiving together. Yes. Because we did. we're not going to be able to do it on Thanksgiving Day this year. So we had our families together. That was so fantastic. And we did a full Thanksgiving dinner. We went, and as I, we had it at your house. Right. And Joseph's house is kind of far, and it's in the mountains. So it really had this Charlie Brown Thanksgiving vibe. We're going over the mountains and through the woods to the Cathcart's house we go. It was like being in a new world kind of thing. Yeah. But we weren't in that station wagon death trap that the kids in charlie brown thanksgiving were in oh you know i get that episode mixed up with the episode where they are like the plymouth you know or they're on the boat going over to the new world and miles standish and all that yeah no we had the best time you guys came over and the benedicts came over and and it was just this family who are the benedicts for those who might not know who they are caleb and izumi benedict and their little guy creed um, I don't know, friends forever. Yeah, the friends first, of course, but they do also pastor a church in the area, so oh, yeah. we try to help each other out. Right. Their their parents are sent out from Family Church in Houston. A lot of people know uh, Nathan Hyman. Oh, and Family wife, Church. Patsy. Family Church. That's yeah. that's where my aunt and uncle are pastors. Wait, are you serious? Nathan Hyman and Patsy Hyman. That's no, my no, no, no. aunt and uncle. No, that's my aunt and No, uncle. it's mine. No, it's my uncle Nathan and my aunt Patsy in in Houston, Texas. Well, they were... Well, you're probably making this up. I'm not making anything up. But this they were is my why. aunt and uncle before they were your Announcement to the world. Uncle. Bobby is my cousin. Though he doesn't accept that most of the time. We're not cousins. We are cousins. We share the same aunt and uncle. We share the same cousins. As cousins would. We're cousins. If Joseph says we're cousins, and I've been, he's been saying this since we were teenagers, and I keep telling him to stop saying it, because then our kids cannot get married at all, even though there's absolutely no blood relation between us at all. But... They don't need to get... What do you mean they can't get married at all? Oh, you mean get married to each other? Unless... Well, like Queen Victoria and Prince Albert, they were first cousins, so... No, I'm not... It depends on what our standards are. No, I'm sorry. But we're Uh, like not cousins at all. No, we are cousins. And so it's just... I'm sorry. It can't happen. No, it can't. But, But we should do a poll on the podcast. You should write in and say... If someone is 
the nephew of an aunt and an uncle, and someone else is the nephew of the same aunt and uncle, are they cousins? If the answer is yes, then we're cousins. Hmm. Well, I know them much. <laughs> I'm trying to process that. But let me say that who's older between the two of us? Uh, you are older. Okay, so they were my aunt and uncle first. <laughs> so I'm like the sabotage. And you like grew up on another continent, and we saw them like every three months because they're in Houston, and I grew up in San Antonio. But the same blood is surging through me, whether anyone wants the it to The same blood or not. of what? <laughs> of Nathan Hyman. It's in me. Okay. Yeah. It's in me. And the blood of Patsy Hyman is also in me, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, so we're cousins. So it's great to have friends in Japan. Our, the Benedicts had Thanksgiving with us. And anyways, we have Thanksgiving with Joseph and Whitney, I guess, because they think we're family. And yeah, absolutely. And they don't have a lot of family. You brought so a football over. We, we, we try threw to be friendly the football to back and forth. You said we were playing football. I said we were playing rugby. We had a good time. We ate. We ate pie. And we played a board game. Since we're doing polls, let's take a poll. Okay. Is there anyone out there listening to this podcast? Please let us know. Is there anyone out there who likes to throw a rugby ball on Thanksgiving rather than an American football because we would love to meet you if you're out there i feel like i always end up on the downside of these polls and like over there holding the flag up for something all by myself yeah just imagining your mel gibson with blue paint on just on half my face so yeah we had some we played some games and had some great food great dishes yeah, it was fantastic. Our kids had a great time. We had a great time. You guys stayed late. It was just like an early Thanksgiving should be. Covington kept calling it a fake Thanksgiving. We kept kind of saying, well, it's an early Thanksgiving. And he said it's fake. It was a great time with everyone. Really enjoyed it. So for us to avoid having a, thank a fake Thanksgiving, what's the real Thanksgiving? The real Thanksgiving is being thankful for those in your life, I think. Is it a state of thankfulness or is it thanks in a certain direction? Is it being thankful to someone or is it just being thankful? Because in people, godless society, people who don't believe in God or, or God's not convenient to their life, they just talk about being thankful. But how can you be thankful without being thankful to someone? It's my thought. That's interesting. I was thinking about this earlier and like, what is the correct way to be thankful? How do we get our hearts prepared to be just thankful? And I was thinking about the first Thanksgiving, about the pilgrims and the Indians and what brought them together. And I know that they were thankful for the Indians and they were thankful for each other, but I feel like the whole Thanksgiving thing, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong, was being thankful for God's provision. And a lot of times when I'm turned to Thanksgiving, 
of course, we write down the correct things, God, family, and friends. And we are thankful for those. But I think that if we thank God for his provision, the fact that he sustains us, in that sense, you are thanking God for the basics and just keeping you alive and sustaining you another year. Because the pilgrims, they would have died in the winter right? if God hadn't sent help for them to survive. So for them, it wasn't just a matter of being thankful for the nice dinner. Right. But they were thankful that God sustained them and that he loved them enough to take care of them. I always feel bad for uh, people who don't allow you know, try to keep God out of their lives because they, they try to celebrate holidays like Thanksgiving where it's very blatantly about being thankful to God for life and provision. And, you know, we've got all these crops that came in. And so you have this abundant meal at the end of the season when the harvest comes in. But to try to be, to me, when someone tries to be thankful without being able to direct that thankfulness towards someone, it's so empty to me. Yeah, right. That's true. Anyone could just say, I'm thankful. And we say the words, thank you, to each other all the time. Mm. We say this in Japan nonstop. We say, arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. Like a hundred times a day. And it's so easy to say, thank you, thank you. But how many times do we really believe that? You know, another thing is... Uh, when you look in the Bible, and I just thought of this verse and I had to look it up, uh, unthankfulness is a big deal to God. And um, in Romans chapter 1, it's talking about who the wrath of God is revealed to. And it's against um, it's revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. And when you go down to um, verse 21, it's describing these people who who are rejecting God, even though you can see the things of God just by the things that are made in this world, and that even a heathen should be able to see that there is an eternal Godhead and that they're without excuse because the world just gives testimony to that. But then it says in verse 21, because that when they knew God through through knowing him, like through seeing creation and, and knowing about God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. So there's two main sins right at the top of the list. First one is they glorified God, not as God. They didn't glorify him, even though he was deserving of the glory, and they weren't thankful. And then from then, they became vain in their imaginations, and then their foolish heart was darkened. So you know, there's, a, there's a regression, not a progression, but a regression. As people don't glorify God, then they're not thankful. They become vain in their imagination, and their heart becomes darkened. So it's just fascinating. Romans has got to be the best book in the Bible that covers every possible topic. And it's another great verse for for how people reject God. You know, in my mind, it's kind of an anti-predestination verse. Yeah. But that's just a different topic. Yeah. That, you know, that, that topic is important, and let's save that for 2020. Or 2021. Save it for your second co-host. I heard someone saying, I saw this <laughs> getting so so many rabbit trails today, but I saw this stupid meme, and I'm sorry whoever posted it, about <laughs> how 
I hope Ryan Seacrest doesn't host the New Year celebration this year. I hope they let Barbara Walters do it so they can that she can say, "Hello, I'm Bar- Barbara Walters and welcome to 2020." Because she was the host of 2020 for a long time. What's 2020? This is it's my just, ignorance on It's just a show. The whole but anyways, again. it's just a show. Let's forget it. Move there's, on. There's got to be someone out there who also didn't get it. And if there is, then we should start our own club. Uh, just going off what you were talking about a little bit. There are so many people in this world who want to be happy. That's sort of everyone's goal. But happy, there's so much unhappiness all around us and you can see this in people's face and kind of the way they carry themselves there's not a lot of happy people and you cannot be happy without having a grateful heart Mm. because you're just there's if you're not thankful for anything then there's just nothing to be happy about no matter how good your life is right you know it actually rewires your brain if you're not thankful rewires your brain to think negatively about all kinds of things yeah and so then your initial reaction to almost anything will eventually become negative right and we know people we all know people that can be like that and if we're not careful our hearts can be darkened and we can be like that too Mm -hmm. um you shared a verse so i guess i get to share something actually before i do uh did you have any fun Thanksgiving traditions growing up that you guys enjoyed or that you remember? You know, I was the last kid in our family, and I just absolutely loved when we all went around the table and said something that we were thankful for right before we ate. But by the time that I came around, I think my family was kind of over that. I mean, I'm like nine years younger than my than the oldest, my brother. And so by the time I came around and five, six years old, I think they were all tired of doing that. But I just tried to make it happen every year. That's funny. Anyway, but I love that, you know, going around the family table. And what are you thankful for? I do, too. We always did that. And did you? I think it's fun. I love it. I mean, we did it every year. Yeah, it yeah. is fun. Uh, it's kind of kind of a funny tradition that my dad's side of the family does. A food tradition is... They have mashed potatoes, and but instead of putting gravy on it, mm-hmm. they put these egg noodles on top of it. What? That are like in a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of a southern thing, but it's like this gravy sauce that are in, or the egg noodles are in. And so you put it on top of the mashed potatoes. And so there's like these egg noodles, which is like thick, flat noodles okay. that you put on top of the mashed potatoes. Really? And they do it every Thanksgiving. So is it good? Have you had it? It was normal to me growing up, so I didn't even really think it was strange at all. And it does taste really good. Oh, okay. Wait a second. You're from the South, and I'm from the North, technically, but my parents are from the South. So did you call it stuffing or dressing? This is important. Uh, We called it both, probably. You were like, you rode the fence? Yeah, I mean... We we use both words. Oh, okay, well, but probably stuffing was more prevalent. See, I think I think of stuffing as more of a northern thing. We always called it dressing. Never, my mom never called it stuffing one time, and she never put it inside the bird either. Yeah, we didn't put. My mom did not put it inside the bird, but I think we usually called it stuffing. 
Really? We okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it's a different. Maybe it's Alabama thing or Florida thing. I don't know. Yeah. Dressing. So it was any, always dressing. So if you want to try egg noodles on mashed potatoes, you should try it. It's pretty good. You know, my mom always thought that was weird and made fun of my dad's family for doing that. And it, it is kind of weird. Did you ever have the little paper booties on the drumsticks? You know, like what no. you would see in a magazine? I don't think we ever did either, but man, I always wanted those. So, of course, you know, the best part about Thanksgiving, like you were saying, is being together with family. And I think it's fun if you can to not just be with your immediate family, but to be with extended family. I always have good memories of just having so many cousins around and just running around playing, having fun, being crazy together. So that's always fun to have as many family members together as possible. How I grew up, we always had, it was great. We always had the Thanksgiving meal, just our family. But then that evening we would have dessert, tons of dessert. And then whoever wanted to was invited to come over for dessert. And then we'd have games and stuff like that. So it was kind of the best of both because we had our personal family time. And then we had, you know, bigger group of people. Yeah. Yeah. We usually see that's where our family is a little bit different is we usually, I mean, there was a few times where we were in San Antonio by ourselves, but most of the time we were with family. And so there was so much family around and it was just a lot of fun. And we used to play a lot of games, of course, and just gets crazy. Christian, not, not like secular crazy, but Christian crazy. (laughs) I mean, there was no drinking or anything. Christian crazy. What does that look like? I have another question for you. Okay. But first, I want to read this verse. And my daughter, Elizabeth, who is in kindergarten, she's four years old, has memorized this whole chapter now. And so she's been saying it around the house all the time. And it's Psalm 100. And this is a psalm for giving thanks. That's the Official, biblically-inspired heading on top of the verse, and it says... Are you going to read the whole chapter? I'll read it real quick. Sweet. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. I thought you were going to pipe in there with something. No, no, I'm done piping. All the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. That is fantastic. She memorized that whole thing? Yep. Wow. So props to Elizabeth. proud of yeah. her. Go Elizabeth. <laughs> and that passage, what it reminds me of is... Like you're saying, if you're secular in the world, you you can be thankful to your mom or dad right. a little bit. Yeah. But as Christians, like the first pilgrims did on the first Thanksgiving, we really want to go back to God and we're thankful for him. Thankful that we can come into his courts with praise and uh, with thanksgiving in our hearts and give thanks to him in everything we do. And his steadfast love endures forever. That's what we have to be thankful for. One of the things. That's beautiful. I have another question for you. Are you ready? I'm here. Can you give us a drumstick drum roll? No. Okay. Oh, I haven't done any like uh, sound effects lately. Could you give us like a, this is a turkey question. So could you give us like a gobble or (laughs) something? 
I don't think I can. Oh, that's I'm impressive. Not, not really guttural today. Yeah. Well, pray for. If you ask me for like a chicken, like pray a, for like a <laughs> or something like that, that would be easier. But you're feeling kind of guttural. No, I'm not feeling guttural enough. Yeah, is your gut okay? Actually, I kind of need some probiotics. I ran out, but so <laughs> you're just asking about my personal life, so I'm telling you about my personal life. You need to take care of your gut. Yes, I do. Because that's like the... This temple needs to be taken care of. That's like the source that God put inside you. It is, and that's another reason why the Bible is timeless. This is another different story, but the Bible talks about out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. And people it in also modern says translations that try some to, people I'm just saying, they change that and they say, oh, belly, out of their heart... They're God. Yeah. And that's the verse I come back to. Yeah, but I'm just saying that in the Bible, you see that this the core of human existence often is from the gut or the mid section of their body, not the you know the modern Greek thought that we have of it being the heart, this little thing that pumps your blood. You know, it's cute to say the heart, but, yeah. but just more biblical to say, yeah, I don't know, the what, right. the gut. Well, take care of your gut this Thanksgiving. You should. Because your gut is obviously your mo- the most important part of your body. It's pretty important. Okay, so as oh, wait, getting, are you going to ask me a question? Yeah, but was that keep, all leading up keep, to the question? This is you keep going off on these trails. Did so I interrupt you again? Man. I'm trying to get you back on track. Yeah, stop. So the question is, do you like fried or cooked in the oven? What's your turkey of preference? Fried, hundred percent. William Parsons married my older sister. From that time on. He started frying the turkeys from us for us because he's from Louisiana, and it changed our lives forever. And none of us can go back to baked turkeys after that. Yeah, I mean, unless we have to. I like both, but I really, really like the fried. So, if I had to choose one, which I hate to choose sides, I think I would go with the fried turkey. You would. And we had that in Louisiana also when our family would go there a lot. But also, we would have it in China with Nathan Bell because he used to fry these turkeys in this huge vat of oil. I guess that's how you do it. And he used to like tie it on this chain. That's awesome. And like lower it in. It was like this cool, hardcore that thing. That is awesome. And I, I think last week I said I was going to share a story this week. It's not really a story, but um, so when I was 16 years old, we moved to China. So this was our first Thanksgiving. In China and anytime you're in another country for a holiday you try to make it like as real as you can and so we spent like weeks trying to get mm-hmm. ingredients for Thanksgiving I think we even had some people for some family member, family members from the States send us ingredients in the mail and stuff and you couldn't get turkeys back then so I think we like went on a train to a city a couple hours away to get a turkey for Thanksgiving. That's awesome. And this is in 2004. So this is still kind of like the dark ages in China. Like not a lot of businesses are in China yet. There's no McDonald's in this city. There's no fast food chains in this city. And so we were having Thanksgiving together with Nathan Bell, but we lived down like this muddy road in a small apartment. And that day it was raining really hard. And so, like, when we went to your house the other day, we had to bring all these pies and stuff. Yeah. And that was hard to do. 
Oh, because like, you're bringing all the pies all those things the on the floor, and you're like trying to, yeah, like make sure it doesn't slosh around or like spill. Yeah, and so we were bringing like mashed potatoes, gravy, <laughs> and I brought a because I was the tea maker. I brought like a pitcher of tea, oh. and we were bringing all this stuff in the car, and we had to drive through this bumpy, muddy road to get out of the neighborhood to get to where we were wanting to go. Um, so your car smelled like Thanksgiving for the next two months. Yes. And it smelled great. And thankfully, we made it there alive. We didn't get stuck in the mud or anything. But I just, yeah, just a lot of fun memories doing Thanksgiving even in foreign countries. Yeah, that's what it was like for me every day driving home eight miles of dirt road. Hey, have you read any good books about Thanksgiving lately? Well, just the book that you gave me the other day caught me. <laughs> called Squanto and the Miracle of Thanksgiving by Eric Metaxas. Oh, you know, I've heard that that was a New York Times bestselling author of uh, Bonhoeffer. Yeah, it's the same guy. And is that the one that's illustrated by Shannon Sternweiss? Yes, it is. It's a good book. Yeah. So this is tell a plug. Us- Tell us what you know about Squanto. Well, so I, I let Bobby borrow this book from our house that we've had in our house for a couple of years, and I asked him if he enjoyed it, and he said he did, but he said it kind of ended on a cliffhanger because the last page <laughs> or the last two pages were ripped out, and that's because um, it was at our house for a long time. So, so in my mind... Sometimes books get destroyed. In my mind, Squanto is still enslaved and being tortured no, and certainly you got past that point. Hopefully Joseph can tell us what really happened. Well, Eric Metaxas wrote this great book called Squanto and the Miracle of Thanksgiving. And in it, he tells the not well-known story of Squanto. Everyone knows that Thanksgiving has something to do with an Indian named Squanto, right? I mean, we know that. And there's another Indian named Samoset. And then there's some guy named Captain Standish. But we don't know much about it anyway. This tells the redemptive story of how God uses some of the most surprising people and events to accomplish his plans. And, you know, I'm sure some of you who are listening know the story. So real quick, in two sentences, what do you know about, tell us about Squanto, something the average person might not know about his life. How did he come to learn English, for instance? He was kidnapped from his people in his land and taken to England where he was a slave, sold as a slave. Really? Yeah. But then he just happened to get in with some Christians. The Christians bought him. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. The monks did. Oh, okay. I'm just, from your book, that's what it said. I thought it was kind of funny that Christians bought him. Bought some slaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that is funny. Anyway, he learned English, and then not only did he learn English, but he heard the gospel, and he became a believer. And then... He, uh, you know, worked to, I think, I, I don't, either he bought his freedom or he was granted his one freedom. of the reasons that he liked, so the monks bought him, but they were really nice to him. Right. And they wanted to help him get back to his people. Right. Well, anyway, he gets saved. And through a long turn of events, after several years, he goes back to his homeland, only to find that his entire tribe has been wiped out by an awful disease. And so the land that they've prepared, you know, they've had cleared out a big area of land, a valley or something, 
and his whole tribe, he, they're totally dead. And so there's this terrible thing, and you think that this should be the good ending of the story, and it's not a good ending. But then, years later, the settlers come, and they're dropping like flies, dying, and they need someone to show them the ropes, show them how to live somewhere, and Samoset and Squanto find them, and Squanto speaks perfect English, and he can describe everything to them, teach them how to plant corn, teach them how to use fish as a fertilizer, like it shows in the Charlie Brown and Snoopy thing, if you've seen that. It gets into some of this story. But it's just this incredible, incredible redemptive story about how God, you know, the enemy meant it for evil, but God used it for good. Yeah. And I recommend it. Highly. Thank you, Professor Joseph, for that history of Thanksgiving. If I were Chuck Colson, I would say the only thing more amazing than this true story from American history is the fact that so few people have heard it. I'm glad to know that my colleague, Eric Metaxas, has written this wonderful book. So, with Breaking Point, that's Chuck Colson. But yeah, thanks for that history. I really enjoyed it. Well, Quick question for you. Did they have turkey on the first Thanksgiving? I don't think so. Do you think so? Well, they might have. Yes. Yes. So it was possible, but most people think they had some sort of geese or duck or something like that. Mm. That's my first question. I got a couple of more bullet ones for you. So you ready? Sounds greasy. As we round out the podcast I'm today. so ready. Do you watch the Macy's Day Parade? No, I do not. Never. Why? Once in my life. I don't even know where to watch it. TV. NBC. Don't have it. Uh, these if are bullet I send answers. you a link, will you watch it this year? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Woo! Well, is it good? Yeah, of course. It's tradition. Oh. I've been doing it for like 100 years. Well, I have to start the tradition in Okay, next question. Football and Thanksgiving. No, don't do it. Keep, keep that on other days. Do you watch... Pay attention to your family and your children on Thanksgiving. Do you watch rugby or golf or what do you do? Nope. Just talk to my family. Just football's an American tradition. All you I do is have think, to do this. All I do is think thankful thoughts. Wow. So oh, spiritual. Oh, oh, oh. In our family for Thanksgiving, the men always wash the dishes afterwards. Always. That's cool. One Every more time. question. What are you thankful for? Jesus. Well, for me, I do watch football. Oh, of course. See, I always watch the I Dallas Cowboys. The and I do watch the Macy's Day Parade. Me and my mom, my family, and my dad, brothers and sisters, we loved watching it. Pick me. I know what I'm thankful for. Okay. This is your last chance. I'm thankful for our listeners on this podcast. Well, <laughs> I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for my wife, April, my kids, Abigail, Elizabeth, Robert. And I'm thankful for everyone in my life. Thankful for Going all on of you. and on. Can you even be thankful for God or can you only be thankful to God? Both. I hope that all of you have a happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. We're thankful for Kanye. And we're thankful for what <laughs> God is doing on the earth. Enter into his gates with Thanksgiving this week. And enjoy. Have a merry, happy Thanksgiving. See you next week.